Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. I'm Casey Campbell, of course, and we are now joined by Teo Mackey of the Michigan Daily, who covers football and also covers Michigan basketball for U of M Hoops. How's it going, man? Doing well. How about you, Casey? Hanging in there. Um, so uh, quite the interesting week for you guys out in uh, good old Ann Arbor, but um, what has it been like, you know, this week? Obviously, no game. Um, there, there are cases. We don't know how many. Um, but what are you – just take me through what's been going on this week over, over in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I mean, it's just – it's strange. I woke up Monday morning expecting it to be a fully normal uh, week of, you know, covering this mediocre team, getting ready for this game against Maryland that was kind of like a weirdly 50-50 game. And then like an hour after I woke up Monday morning, news started coming in that there were cases and it's just like everything's been getting rapidly worse because we don't really know much of what's going on. And it just, every day there's something new that we're learning. Okay, now that there are pausing practices for another day, now the game is canceled. Now we don't know the status of the Ohio State game. Um, So it's just, it's strange. And I think at this point, pretty much every school in the country has been through it. Um, and this is Michigan's turn, I suppose. Yeah. So, I mean, do we really know? I mean, we really haven't heard from Michigan a lot this week. I know they've been uh, – well, you guys have not talked – I don't think – if I'm correct, you guys haven't talked to any players, have you? No, we talked to Harbaugh on Monday. Um, he remained pretty pretty mum on, um, on the situation, uh, said that there were – there was an increased number of positive cases from zero. Um, they had to confirm those with PCR testing. Um, presumably those PCR tests have gotten back by now. And given that the team has not resumed play, presumably at least some number of those cases were confirmed. Um, but it's unclear how many. It's unclear whether this was a, you know, whether Michigan was at a level where the Big Ten mandated that they shut down or whether it was the school's choice to shut down, right? Because that, um, you know, we saw that at Ohio State last weekend where they chose to shut down because they didn't feel it was safe, even though it was below the Big Ten threshold. Um, so we don't know where, where Michigan's at with that. We don't know when guys started testing positive. Um, we don't know how it, how it happened. Um, Harbaugh said that not many guys went home for Thanksgiving, but I think that some did. He he alluded to the fact that some did. Um, so, yeah, just um, that's kind of the the situation right now is that we are waiting, just waiting to learn more information. Uh, Ward Manuel, the athletic director, released a statement yesterday, but uh, but really didn't say say much beyond um, you know that they're that they're disappointed and, and hoping to be able to return to play short, uh, you know, as soon as they safely can. Yeah. So where does, I mean, it's been a quite, quite the year already for Michigan and we haven't really, we haven't really seen that. I mean, they haven't won a, I mean, they're not going to win a home game this year for the first time ever. Yeah. Um, um, there's now the, the talks of possibly Harbaugh leaving are growing by the minute and, who knows what's going to happen? Uh, I know his contract is up next year. Um, mm-hmm. I know the coordinators' contracts are up next um, in, I think, in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. And I know also know that there were there are several assistants that are up this year, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. So what? Yeah. What do you? 
So what do you think happens with, with, with all that? I was asking somebody this yesterday. Man, I, I, I wish I had a, a crystal ball to be able to tell you. Um, I, I have no idea. Um, I think by the week, it's becoming more difficult to bring Harbaugh back. If you had asked me three weeks ago, I would have said, yeah, they're going to bring him back. Um, man, it's, that's kind of the, the question of the, of the day, isn't it? Um, I, I don't know. If I had to guess... I think my guess would be that, you know, Ward Manuel would offer him a new contract with fewer years than his current seven-year deal, um, probably with less money. Um, and then it'd be up to Jim to decide if, if he wants to take that to prove himself at Michigan or to not. Um, I think the complicating factor is Michigan still has a really good recruiting class coming in, headlined by J.J. McCarthy, obviously. Um, there have been reports that – a lot of those guys surrounding J.J. McCarthy are staying committed because of J.J. McCarthy. If J.J. McCarthy decommits, uh, I think that would put War Manuel in a really, really tough position in terms of keeping Harbaugh because you're getting a, a poor recruiting class at that point if he decommits and other guys decommit around him. Um, but if they're able to hold on to J.J. McCarthy, which at this point all indications are that they are. J.J. has you know, come out publicly in support of Harbaugh, come out publicly in support of the program then that really does add a complicating factor because, you know, he's obviously a generational talent at the most important position, a, a talent that Harbaugh has not worked uh, with since, you know, Colin Kaepernick and Andrew Luck. Yeah. I mean, it'll be definitely be, be interesting for sure on that. But, uh, you know, I've known you, you know, obviously I've known you for a long time and you've covered pretty much everything in that. You also, so is this the most difficult year for you um, and I, I mean, I know that I've known you guys for years and you guys do awesome work. And is this the most difficult year to cover a team? You think? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just weird, man. It's so weird. Not, you know, everything being on zoom and then there's some benefits of things being on zoom. It's easier from a time perspective. Everything is just works a little quicker. You're not spending an hour a day walking down to Schembechler Hall and back, but, uh, but yeah, you you miss that in person aspect. You can't pull a guy off to the side to ask a question afterward. You can't uh, you know chat up the communications people between players and and kind of build that relationship. You can't um, you know normally we get one play one one on one with a player every week or a coach um, for a big profile, and we we don't get to do that obviously because all that is in person. Um, in terms of game coverage, it's, it's weird with it all being over zoom. Uh, it just, you, you build less of a rapport with players. You're not having a face-to-face -face conversation with them. It kind of builds an extra separation between you and the players. So it's definitely been weird, but hopefully we've been able to make the most of it. And hopefully our coverage has been you know, valuable to readers. Yeah. I mean, um, do you feel like, you know, yesterday, I, I know that one of your, one of your colleagues, um, put something out there about how schools are handling, you know, reporting, you know, COVID cases and all that. Um, what do you, how do you think the way that, that Michigan is, you know, handling all of this, what would you, what would you see on that? Um, 
I don't know. It's it's just it's a hard situation for everybody. It's so hard for for them, and you know you, you have to give the program the benefit of the doubt. They've never been through something like this before either, um, so they're figuring it out just like we are. It would be nice this week. I I think um, you know we would have appreciated being able to talk to or Manuel, um, the athletic director, to be able to ask him some of those questions about. Um, you know about Michigan's case numbers, where the cases came from when they started testing positive, but realistically, he's not going to answer those questions anyway. So uh, it would have been nice, but I completely understand it from the athletic department's perspective, and you know we appreciate that they put out that video uh, yesterday of Ward talking. Yeah, so let's move on from football to basketball. Uh, Wolverines are doing pretty good. Um, Came out with a big win against Ball State. I know. Yeah, that. Oakland game was a scare, but uh, they bounced back yesterday. Yeah, I mean, well, Oakland with that one, with that, with that one, three, one, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know, Greg Campy is going to throw everything at, at at them, and uh, but overall, back we're three games in, and um, so far so good. You know, um, just like football, really good re- recruiting class coming in, and obviously Jawan's put his step put his uh, mark on the program I mean already you know what what has it been like this year and how do you think that things are going to go because you know we're going to be I think we only got maybe three or four non-conference games left and we're going to head into conference play oh I think it's I think it's actually two non-conference games left let me pull that up um Michigan plays I know next week against NC State and on Sunday against Central Florida, yeah, those are the last two non-conference games. Certainly, where a lot of the players have talked about, yeah, they haven't been able to have that have that whole non-conference season to find themselves. They really have to start hot, um, and they've avoided the losses that would have really hurt their resume against uh, or against Oakland uh, last week. But yeah, it, it's a it's a strange season and. I don't know. I, I don't think this team is going to compete for a national championship necessarily. I just not sure that their talent level is at that point, but this should be a good team. Juwan is, you know, finding himself as a coach. This team really seems to, to be what he wants it to be, at least offensively being able to get to the hoop, push the ball in transition. Hunter Dickinson looks excellent inside. Uh, he should start in the next, in the next month. Certainly I'd expect to see him in the starting lineup. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest um, biggest thing everyone's talking about, why isn't Hunter Dickinson starting, I think? Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Austin Davis has been with the program for four years. This is his fifth year. Uh, Hunter's talked to – pretty much every time we talk to Hunter, he talks about how much of a – you know, how much of a – not a role model, but also essentially a coach of sorts. Um, Austin Davis has been for him, kind of mentoring him as he grows into the college game. So Austin is an important piece to this team, and he's allowing Hunter to come along at his own speed rather than being thrown into a 30, 35-minute-per-game role. Yeah, I mean, great. You know, I mean, he looks – I mean, he doesn't even look like a freshman. He looks like he's, like he, – he looks like he's much older. And Yeah, no, he's, he's looking really good. Yeah. Um, what else has impressed you with, the, with this team so far? Um, I, it's interesting. I was just thinking about this this morning. Every game, there's been something different that stands out, like a different 
different set of two players. The first game, it was the two transfers really stood out, and Sean D. Brown and Mike Smith. Uh, Mike Smith, by the way, has been really impressive uh, scoring the basketball. Um, something that Michigan, he's not obviously a passer or a defender at Xavier Simpson's level, uh, but that scoring from the point guard position is something unique uh, for, for Michigan in recent years. Uh, and then game two, it was the freshman that really stood out, right? Uh, Hunter, we talked about, and then Terrence Williams provided a smart spark off the bench. And then this game, it was, it was the guys we expected to be Michigan stars, right? It was uh, Franz Wagner with 21 points and uh, – or sorry, Franz Wagner with 14 points and Isaiah Livers with 21. Game high, it was his first career back-to-back 20-point games. Yeah. yeah it's uh, it definitely going to be one of those interesting uh, – you know, especially in the Big Ten and seeing how other teams are doing, especially, you know, after what Michigan State did against – I think against Duke, it's going to be uh, – it's going to be one interesting season in the Big It is going to be a powerhouse conference. I mean, Illinois lost uh, yesterday, I believe, to Gonzaga – or not to Baylor. Um, but still, uh, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Michigan, it should be a, a really good conference. Oh, yeah. Should be, uh, should be some very good battles for sure. Um, but anyway, Teo, thank you so much. Um, for coming on, uh, coming on the podcast, and uh, uh, appreciate you and everything you've done for the daily. And um, uh, well, let, let's have you on again sometime. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Casey. Really enjoyed coming on.